Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is our good news segment. As a matter of fact, this is our great news segment. Uh, Elizabeth Davis is joining us here today, product manager at Facebook and Nikki Lama, project director at EcoSoap Bank's Nepal office. Now, here's what I want to say about this. You guys have heard us talk about we are on the verge of creating a funding initiative for something really cool that we've been thinking about. So the question is, why haven't we done it? Why haven't so many people looked at how to take your message to the next level, but more importantly, how to take your nonprofit to the next level? Today, you're going to get tips from the best, real hands-on, I've done it advice, and real hands-on, this is the future of what you can expect and how to navigate the waters of successful fundraising. Um, Elizabeth Davis is joining us, Nikki Lama. Both of you, welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. Super excited to be here. Um, I want to start with you, Elizabeth, if I could, and then Nikki will go to you. Um, I don't think that we are alone when I say that, uh, boy, we have had this initiative on our books. But for whatever reason, you get hooked up or you get step into a pothole or you just don't know how to navigate successfully uh, to bring your passion, purpose, and idea to the forefront. So can I ask you, Elizabeth, from where you sit, from your perspective, you know, what do you think is underneath that? What do you think stops people? I think a lot of times people don't realize how much easier it is to fundraise in the modern age. In the past, to put together a fundraiser, it took a lot of effort, a lot of time. You have to get people together on the ground and in person. And now with social media and with the power of social connection, it's so much easier for you to start a campaign and share it with your friends. And so right now we'd like to tell people that if you want to start a fundraiser, it's super easy. It only takes four easy steps. The first is just to share um, about a cause you're passionate about and really make sure that it's clear like why you resonate with the cause and how it might be inspiring to your friends and family. Two is to just um, really share what how the money's going to be used. And so if you care about your local cat shelter, you care about a um, local school or faith organization, you can just share more about like what that money will be used for so people feel more comfortable giving. And third, if you just add photos and videos of like the cause you care about or the nonprofit or um, more about like the work they're doing, that'll help grab more people's attention. And the final thing is just thank people and let them know that you've, um, they've made a difference. And so that can start a ripple effect of kindness. People usually donate something small, like um, most of our average donations are under $25, but together that can really 
have a massive impact. And so we're super excited to say that people have raised over $5 billion on Facebook and Instagram to support nonprofit and personal causes that they care about. And, you know, that's why I wanted to ask you first about this, because, you know, we are talking about Facebook launching fundraising feature. Um, And, you know, we'll get back to that in a minute about what the milestone is. But I want to hop over to Nikki. Nikki, it's great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Namaste from Nepal. Namaste. Um, I want to talk to you about the passion, the purpose, and the solution for you. Because, look, I think we've had passion and purpose for decades for us, launching one of the first positive talk radio networks. And yet we've bumped into how do we do more? How do we reach more? How do we dot, dot, dot? What was your why, and then what was your how? <laughs> I don't think I've ever asked that question yeah, before. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a wonderful question. Thank you. So before I get into the why and how, let me tell you quickly about what EcoSoap Bank does. So uh, EcoSoap Bank in Nepal is saving lives. So, you know, uh, a basic necessity like soap is sometimes not available to many communities in Nepal, uh, especially communities that are living in rural areas. Uh, so what EcoSoap Bank does is we get these soaps out to them. And while we're doing this, we are also touching up on some very important issues. Uh, first of all, we are helping to bring down the prevalence of preventable diseases amongst children because we also do hygiene sessions when we're distributing our soaps. Secondly, we are employing mothers and local women. Uh, we train them and uh, teach them how to to recycle the soaps, thereby we're helping to financially empower them. And thirdly, we're also helping the environment because, uh, you know, we are recycling the byproducts of soap manufacturing industries that would otherwise go to waste. So, you know, uh, there's so many impacts that this project is doing. And, and I think this is the reason why I would, I would say that I'm involved in this project because it makes a difference to so many people and so many communities. And to answer your question, how? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we need funds to run a, a project like ours. And uh, the reason why we choose Facebook amongst all other platforms is, first of all, it's 100% commission-free. Uh, secondly, it's very easy to use. You know, we can upload our videos easily, our photos, even share events. And it lets us connect directly to our potential supporters and donors. And it's amazing when you think about it. You're in Nepal in some village, and then you're connected uh, halfway across the globe to someone there, and you can talk to them about what you're doing, share things about, you know, photos about the things that we are doing at the grassroots. So, yes, that's that's uh, that's how I would say I would answer your question. Yeah, thank you for saying that, because we are doing the same thing. You know, we've looked at many platforms, and maybe this goes back to you, uh, Elizabeth, if I could. Nikki, thank you. Um, we've looked at many platforms to launch, launch what we're about to launch. And, you know, ours is in support of women in media and in support of women in general. So we're building this out right now. But we heard about, Elizabeth, what you all are doing on Facebook. And it caused us to hit a pause button for a minute and, and to decide, well, wait a minute. These folks are going right to the people that literally want to hear your message. Tell us a little bit about how you carve this out on Facebook. And also, what tips do you have for people that are thinking, yeah, this sounds great. Let me get started. I don't even know where to start. 
Yeah, so to speak more on that, we believe that the power of social connection has fundamentally changed how people give. And a lot of this started with the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. This was a moment that inspired millions of people to help ALS through Facebook. Yeah. And it was honestly the inspiration between, behind our team starting up. And that really showed us that Facebook was really a really important place for fundraising and that we needed to be building a solution that like better enabled that giving for people. And so for someone who wants to get started, it's really important to just like find a cause that you care about. And then you can go to facebook.com slash fundraisers and start a campaign for a nonprofit or also a person in need. And with that, you're able to connect with your community. Everyone can just give like less than $25. You can give $5, $10, but all of that adds up. And actually we've seen over 85 million people come together to raise money for these causes. I mean, you know, Elizabeth and Nikki, I want to ask you this. I want to ask both of you this. Um, many people are, are listening to this and unlike what we've had to do to really research this and go through the the agony uh, in a lot of ways of trying to set up fundraising, you know, this has streamlined the process if, as far as I can see. It has made things easier. It has taken people and their message right to folks. And so let me ask you about this for sure, Nikki, for you, how did doing this process on Facebook, how did it really cut to the chase, so to speak? Yeah, so uh, so to tell you honestly, a project like ours, uh, where we are at a place in a country like Nepal, it's very difficult to, you know, fundraise locally. And like you mentioned, it's, it's really hard to get all the things right, to get to all the people, people who actually can help us out. So I think Facebook has played a, such an important role in so many ways because our main supporters are from overseas. Um, and, and it's like I mentioned earlier, it's, it's, it's become such an easy way for us to get our story out there to them. And um, Facebook has, well, basically made our life so much more easier. And it has helped us ensure that there are, there are no gaps in supply of soap to schools. And we are continually employing women across the globe, not only in Nepal. And um, yeah, it is, uh, Facebook has actually made, made a project like ours survive. Yeah. And, you know, I want to talk about thank you so much for that, Nikki, because I think sometimes we hear about these great efforts and we hear about the great things you're doing. And yet underneath it, sometimes folks don't realize how difficult it is. But, you know, Elizabeth, I want to ask you when COVID hit, when the pandemic hit, your team came together and built something new. You built a new fundraising feature. Tell us about that, because you really jumped into action quickly. Yes. So when we started off um, building Facebook fundraisers, we really knew we wanted to help nonprofits and we wanted to help people in need. And we spent years really building that out and just making sure that if you're a nonprofit organization, you have access to all of our fundraising tools and that any person who might have an emergency need um, could raise money. Um, a group that we hadn't initially targeted were small businesses. And when COVID started and the shelter in place mandates kicked off and we saw so many local businesses struggling, we knew that it was important for us to also support them. And so early into the um, early into COVID and the shelter in place mandates around April, we actually launched um, business fundraisers where um, local businesses could actually raise money for themselves. And one thing we saw is we saw like really incredible fundraisers 
We also saw people start fundraisers to raise money for restaurants, and that money would be used to send food to frontline workers. And so now you're helping the restaurants stay afloat. You're helping these like frontline workers get support. And so we were just seeing such incredible kind of like um, ripple effects of like this generosity just by launching business fundraisers and helping um, more organizations stay afloat. You know, I I can't say enough about, you know, you, each of you individually, but together you make quite a team. And I know you've got to run off to another interview. So I would love for people to know how they find out about uh, a little bit more about what each of you are talking about. And then I'd love to know your personal message. What do you want to leave us with? Elizabeth, why don't you go first? Yes. So if you would like to get involved, you want to start a fundraiser or actually make sure your nonprofit supported, you can go to facebook.com slash fundraisers and a lot of your information is there. And I would want to leave it with a thank you. There were 85 million different people who came together across these years to make a difference, to support all of these different causes and to really make sure that humanity overall was better for it and has the support they needed. And so I just want to thank everyone. Like, it's only our community that made it possible for us to raise over $5 billion for nonprofits and personal fundraisers. Mm, wow. And let me thank yeah, you. And, uh, Go ahead, Nikki. Yeah. So if you want to get to know more information about Ecosoft Bank, you can log on to our website, www.ecosofbank.org. And you can also visit our Facebook page, Ecosoft Bank, and we also have an Instagram account. And uh, yeah, I think one message I just want to leave uh, before uh, we end this is, uh, you know, every dollar counts. Uh, let me tell you that it just takes uh, 20 cents for a bar of soap to reach a community where they do not have any access. So every dollar that you give us, it all counts and it makes a really huge impact at the end. You're absolutely correct. I mean, thank you so much because in the end, this is about leading from the heart. This is about doing something so important when we reach out to help another human being. Thank you both for today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You betcha. Have a wonderful day. You too. And let's go, everybody. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Let's face it. You don't love your wrinkles. You probably work out, but you have been skipping face day. Join Colette Marie Steffen for daily face yoga. You'll learn to activate and train facial muscles and reverse the visible effects of aging. Forget about expensive procedures and products that don't work. Live virtual classes every day at 6 a.m. and 9 p.m. Pacific. Sign up for face yoga with Colette. Visit thetruthisfunny.com. It's your turn to reclaim your life. Experience the unmitigated joy of breathing life into your own passions, into your own purpose, with me, Life Coach Ricky Schwartz, at MyTurnLifeCoaching.com. In the meantime, tune into my show, My Turn Life Coaching, live every second and fourth Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey everyone, Psychic Medium Jamie here from Shades of Spirit. Shades of Spirit is proud to offer a monthly spiritual check-in, also known as our Sacred Circle, through Zoom. Each month, I, along with my partner in crime, Spirit Walker Nicole, will host a small Sacred Circle. These circles will include many readings, fascinating discussions on various topics, 
and so much more. These circles will sell out fast, so don't wait to jump on this opportunity. Visit our website at shadesofspirit.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to our good news segment. And this really is good news. Medicaid offers families peace of mind knowing that that they and their children are covered during COVID-19. Now think about that. Think about what that means. Think about the fear that that eliminates. Think about what they get from peace of mind, but also what they get for care for their children. Today, joining me here today is someone that has been an advocate, a champion, an ambassador, you name it. Alberto Gonzalez Jr. is joining me here today, Senior Strategist for Health Policy Project uh, Unidos uh, U.S. And here we are talking about this, and it just it's just surreal that we are still talking about not covering children. Alberto, welcome. It's great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Doesn't I mean, it seems surreal for me to, to be having a conversation knowing that children are at risk. You know, I just think, you know, sometimes I have to pinch myself to realize that even in the richest country, on the planet or one of the richest countries on the planet, our children could be at risk. But tell us what is happening to change that. Tell us about Medicaid and CHIP. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me again. And, and you're right. I think it's, it's still hard to fathom that, you know, there's still millions of children that are uninsured out there, particularly within the Latino community. Mm. We know that in 2019, the uninsured rate for Latino children increased to 9.2%. And this was before the pandemic. So, you know, we know COVID has exacerbated the situation for health coverage for, for millions of families across the country. And as we, we recognize that April is National Minority Health Month and Medicaid Awareness Month, we're here today to spread the word about the importance of health coverage under, under Medicaid. And so Medicaid and, you know, the Children's Health Insurance Program, or CHIP, are both important lifelines for millions of Americans, including Latinos, and play a particularly important role during these tough times. Medicaid and CHIP are, are low-cost or free health insurance programs that can help you get the health care you and your family need to avoid um, and to avoid large medical bills. Uh, Medicaid could be an affordable coverage option for those who are unable to afford health insurance through the Affordable Care Act marketplace mm-hmm. or who may be unable to access health coverage to an employer. So if you've lost, lost or changed jobs, had your hours cut back, had any other major life changes, you may be eligible to apply. And, you know, let's just check all those boxes because the reality is that all of those things that you just mentioned are actually going on. Um, Look, you know, Medicaid has been a a source of relief for millions of people over time. They have allowed and enabled people to get help with addiction recovery. There's so many things that people don't know about Medicaid. They don't know what they can do. And they don't know about the Affordable Care Act's Medicaid expansion provision. Can you fill us in on that? Because I think we have an awareness issue. Um, You know, I think there are two parts to this, Alberta. One is the awareness issue, and you're taking care of that today by getting the word out. The second is the ease by which they need to know they can get help 
and get help quickly. Tell us about what the challenges are and tell us about the impact of this. Yes, absolutely. So we know that more than 70 million Americans receive health coverage through Medicaid, including 18 million Latinos. Mm. And when it comes to Latino children, more than half of the nation's Latino children get their coverage through Medicaid or CHIP. So again, any, any changes, any investments in Medicaid or CHIP significantly impact the health and well-being of Latino children. And thanks to the Affordable Care Act Medicaid expansion provision, roughly 3 million low-income Latino adults gain coverage to their state's adoption of Medicaid expansion. So we've seen a, 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 an impact um, from Medicaid expansion policies, from policies that strengthen the program. Um, but again, as you mentioned, in terms of the awareness piece and, and um, making sure that people are aware and, and can take action to enroll and that there, there are resources out there to help you navigate this process. We know that um, uh, you know, the, the uninsured rate has, has increased, as I mentioned, for Latino yeah. children. And part of that is, is as a result of uh, there's eligibility restrictions, there's been cuts to in-person assistance by the previous administration, mm -hmm. the immigration policies, public charge rule. And so it's critical now that, that we're here today to encourage um, community members who, who may be eligible to take action and, and to learn about the, the available services that are covered by Medicaid and CHIP. And I want to point something else out, and I know, that, I know that this is not the kind of interview to talk about this, but I will tell you this, for myself, my family, and my friends, one of the greatest deterrents of people enrolling or stepping out and enrolling is fear. And hopefully we are going to remove mm -hmm. the layers of fear right now, because children should not suffer. And that's what we're here to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, you and I still have more to talk about here today, but I want to make sure, how do people find out more about this? And the reason I want, I want folks to know about this is because this may not be you, but you know somebody that can benefit from this. What is the best website or how do people get information? Yeah, so I would encourage uh, folks to visit healthcare.gov um, or to call 1-800-318-2596. Uh, to learn more about um, your, whether you're eligible for, for Medicaid. And when you go to this website, um, you'll put in your, your information, and there's, inf it's, there's information in English and Spanish as well. Mm -hmm. um, and that will direct you to your state's Medicaid uh, website. So, again, that's healthcare.gov, and the phone number is 1-800-318-2596. And I'll also share our website. It's unidosus.org. Um, we have information in both English and Spanish about um, health coverage options, including a Medicaid and CHIP and, and, and um, ACA marketplace coverage as well. Mm. So we, we want to definitely use this opportunity to let people know that there are options out there. We, we, uh, we also have affiliates that are ready to assist um, community members who may need some help enrolling. And so, again, um, encouraging folks to visit that website and to call that number. I want to ask you this question, because we're touching upon it a little bit. Um, four months ago, this would have not been, um, how should I say it, that widely provided or encouraged. But things are changing. Mm -hmm. Some people think slowly, other people think too slow. And then there is a third group of people that mm -hmm. say thank you. And yeah, get us get us some help here. I want to ask you, Alberto, if you would just talk about what you've seen change? What are you most hopeful about? Yeah, I think I've, 
you know, over the past few months, we've seen um, increased investment into the Medicaid program. You know, given the recent passage and enactment of the American Rescue Plan Act, we know that there's um, been policies put in place in terms of mandatory Medicaid coverage for COVID-related treatment and vaccines. So we know that, you know, there's been some investments made into Medicaid programs to respond to the timely immediate needs of, of, of our community members. Um, and I think what, what, um, what, what we need to continue to see also is just the awareness raising, like making sure that, um, that community members who, including those who don't speak English, are able to get the information they need to make the best healthcare decision that, that they, they can. And, you know, um, with, with the recent reverse of Trump's public charge rule, which was a big uh, impediment for many community members to access Medicaid. We know that that, that, that change is, 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 we applaud that change, but we need more awareness in the community to recognize that, um, you know, programs like, like Medicaid or, or CHIP, um, you know, no longer fall under that public charge, the current, um, currently standing public charge rule. So more awareness is needed among um, eligibility for immigrants, uh, particularly from mixed status households to become aware about what programs um, they may be eligible for so that they could apply for them or for their, their family members. Mm. And what, what are the timeframes for this? Is there sort of a cutoff point to enroll? So for Medicaid enrollment or CHIP, it's year round. Um, and even if individuals had previously applied for Medicaid or CHIP and were denied, they could still apply again if they had a change in their monthly uh, income status. So again, if you've lost a job or looking for a new job, um, or, or maybe you, you've recently become pregnant, these are different life events that may trigger you being um, eligible for Medicaid this time around. So it's, it's year round, there's no cutoff point. Um, again, given, um, we know that families out there are, are trying to put food on the table, trying to make ends meet, and having health coverage just gives you peace of mind, just knowing that you and your family are covered um, when, when you need it most. You know, and people always ask the question, and, you know, they're really, I think we, a lot of times we're unaware, you know, the question is, you know, how can families with eligible children enroll? But more importantly, you know, there is the question of, of really why aren't children covered in this country? And I think this is a first step. You know, this is a first step. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think are the greatest challenges to get this fully underway? Absolutely. So I would welcome viewers to visit our website, unidosus.org. Um, Unidos US, in partnership with the Georgetown Center for Children and Families, we um, co-authored a report last year on Latino children's health and how, um, you know, the past years, um, past four years of the previous administration have really impacted mm-hmm. um, coverage rates. And so there are some policy recommendations there and strategies to improve access for Latino children's health coverage. But I think it's um, you know, we need to see increased investment in outreach in culturally competent and linguistically appropriate outreach programs, um, making sure that, again, we, that the, the messaging is going out there that reduces fear and confusion about the eligibility for these programs. Um, we, have, we have community-based organizations that are trusted messengers that are doing outreach and enrollment to the community. So more investments needed in those. In, in those organizations as well, who, who are, are trusted sources. Um, and they're also, you know, we, we talked about Medicaid expansion um, earlier, but there are many states that have not expanded Medicaid. In, te- in states like Florida and Texas, for example, right. 
where there's a high uninsured rate, high Latino child uninsured rate. So we know that when, when, when um, parents or when, when, when adults and families get covered, we know that there are, there's increased likelihood that children and their households would also get covered as well. So there are different pathways to ensure that children, particularly those in the Latino community, are able to access uh, health coverage during this time. Yeah, I know we've done a lot of great work so far, but there's a lot more to, to do. Alberto, thank you so much. Uh, one last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? And thank you for doing this. Yes, I would tell the audience that uh, to get covered by Medicaid and CHIP, you'll have peace of mind knowing that you and your family are covered during this time. Wow. Thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for saving the lives of so many children. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're going to take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Julia Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Are you feeling the complexity of life? Do you feel that urge to step into something greater? Tune in to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity with me, life coach, Carrie Nail. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com to discover what it means to use your full power to be the best version of yourself. Imagine stepping into the energy of saying yes to yourself and knowing you nailed it. For more information about me, visit CarrieNail.com. Get empowered. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into The Energy Paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The Energy Paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative, and earth-shattering way to live, work, and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to our good news segment. Look, this is super important. How do I know that? I have recently been out there looking for a new home for myself, trying to decide, do I rent? Do I buy? And here's what I've discovered, that things are changing, but they're changing for the better. Bank of America executive A.J. Barkley discusses and gets that deep dive going on what resources are available to support hopeful home buyers. And today's market is exactly what it means to get educated and get into action. AJ is the neighborhood lending executive, as I said, for Bank of America, responsible for identifying opportunities and drive successful home ownership among low to moderate income borrowers. And what does that mean? 
That means get ready to buy your house. AJ, it's great to have you here. I'm so excited to be here with you again. Um, let's talk about a couple things out of the gate. Um, it was enlightened for me to understand what a first-time homebuyer is. And somebody pointed out to me that if you bought a home in 1975, you may be considered a first-time home buyer. So can we just talk about the parameters of that right out of the gate to clarify what first-time home buyer is? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, literally, if you bought a house 20 years ago, 30 years ago, a lot has changed uh, in terms of programs and what may be available to you. Um, lending and mortgages have changed significantly. I call it like the old urban myths. Mm -hmm. And so you can, I think of a first-time home buyer as a person that is seeking to buy a new primary residence. Yeah. And I think that's how people should think about it. It doesn't have to be your first home, but it's your primary residence. Yeah. And look, there are a lot of people really looking at this now. Um, uh, they're looking at the interest rate and they're saying, oh my gosh, what an opportunity. So I want to ask you this question. We're looking at this and we're saying, what an opportunity. And then someone goes to buy, it goes through the process, and they just don't understand what they don't know about what they don't know. So give us some insight about what's going on, what they're going to face, and what kind of help they can get. Yeah, absolutely. So the past year has really inspired a lot of people to reevaluate their living their living spaces, their lifestyles, et cetera, but they haven't started to figure it out. So there's a couple things I recommend everyone does. First and foremost, make sure you find a lending specialist, an expert that can help guide you through. Again, you may not be, this might be your first home and maybe your third home, but things have changed, but you want to make sure you have a, a specialist that can help you. You need to understand how to be prepared when you go in and start looking for homes because it's so competitive right now. So a pre-qualification or pre-approval is really, really important. And you don't get that unless you engage with a lending specialist. And the last piece that's extremely important is make sure you understand the reserves that are required for you to get in a home, mm. whether that's closing costs and down payment grant, because that could influence, you know, the way in which you're managing your finances today. And I think what you're talking about are what I like to call one of the magical tips of understanding what you're faced, be prepared, and then you go through this process as with as much ease as you can. But let's let's bust through some old school kind of ideas that have been out there. The old I need to have 20% down idea. Where are we with that one? Yeah, I, I remember that. I mean, look, if you have 20% <laughs> and you, you want to put it down, you know, knock yourself out. 20% is not a bad thing. However, yeah. you can absolutely get in a home for as low as 3% with a low down payment mortgage. Um, and then there's other, you know, reserves and other things, but you do not need 20% down. Really, this is about can you afford the mortgage with, you know, can you afford to finance the other 97%? That's really the question, right? So you can go as low as 3%. And then there's other programs to complement that to, again, help you with reserves. So let's talk about, from a Bank of America perspective, if we could, let's talk about what you all are doing to assist in this. You know, and you have created a grant program. And I think this is important to help people understand how they're going to be able to fill the gap here. No, absolutely. So we know um, the challenges of tight markets. We understand what's going on. And we launched, gosh, in uh, 
the spring of 2019, what we call the Community Homeownership Commitment Program, which is around the low-down payment mortgage. I just referenced at 3%. But in addition to that, we realized reserves is a gap. And so we also added an America's Home Grant, which is up to $7,500 in closing costs where you could buy your rate down or pay for reoccurring expenses or reoccurring charges as part of the closing costs. And then the other piece is really our down payment grant, which helps you 3% up to $10,000 of funds available. And in both cases, if you just add those together in markets where it is applicable, you could get $17,500 of what I'll call free money because it's not repayable. Wow. And so that allows you with a low mortgage, up to 17500 available. The reserves that you were saving for, like what you were really, really, mm-hmm. really saving for, you could take those funds then and apply it to your bills. You could take those savings and start to build an emergency fund for yourself. So that's what we designed and specifically in support of people who are really, they can afford a mortgage. They pay more in rent than they pay in mortgage. Yeah. They are paying their bills on time and all that good, you know, all those things. And so this is really designed for those for those clients and individuals. Well, I have to tell you, if you live in the Pacific Northwest or the greater Seattle area, that last statement you made about rentals, the renting price here in the Pacific Northwest, especially let's just say Western Washington, to rent a home or an apartment here for sure is the equivalent, if not more, of a mortgage payment. Um, That just happens to be the way we roll here. And so you've got to do your research to see if this can happen for you. I want to ask you something else, too, because this is this absolutely sounds like a dream, you know, to be able to get that kind of money. What would you what would be your top three next action steps that you would have people take. And, and by the way, let's give everybody a website so they can find out on their own too. No, absolutely. Um, I would recommend we have a one place shopping, right? You can get used, if you're not quite ready, you're trying to figure out how to start getting ready or you're ready and you want to look at some properties to see what's eligible for the program. It's uh, www.bankofamerica.com forward slash homeowner. And that'll take you to all of the resources that you need. I mean, when I was with you before, Pat, I think we announced that we were doing $5 billion in this community homeownership commitment. Just last month, we tripled that to $15 billion. So the funds are there, and we're committed. And if you want to learn more about it, again, the site is www.bankofamerica.com forward slash homeowner. You can get started. Don't wait. Even if it's six months out or 12 months out, it's never too late. It's never too soon. You know, uh, look, you're in the middle of this, and you are so knowledgeable about all of this. And you've worked with so many people. What do you think is sort of the greatest misunderstanding people have about uh, whether or not they want to step into the market, whether or not they really want to buy? You know, if this were you, and you were a first time uh, homeowner, what would you be thinking now and what would you want to know to clarify perhaps the myth that is going on in your own mind? Yeah, I think it's a great question. Look, I talk to friends and family a lot and people are trying to figure out, well, is there a burden to having a home? And they you know, try to think of all of the things that would be not a good thing. And I'm like, well, having a home in your own home is a means to building wealth. Yeah. And it's one one of the means, not the only, but one of the means to build wealth. 
and it also provides an opportunity for you to create a legacy for yourself. So if you kind of think about it and as a longer term commitment to help position you for your kids, your family, your nieces, your nephew, whatever that situation is, um, on um, having ownership because you build equity in your home. And then with that equity, you can do a lot of things with it. And that's why people suggest and encourage people to buy wow. homes. And you're not getting any benefits. It's potential tax benefits with home ownership, right? And you talk to your tax attorney about that. But renting, you're not getting the benefit of any of that. And so if you think about what you're spending, and some people just desire to do that, but I think people are just fearful. They're fearful of the unknown, and that's why you want to have a, you know, a loan specialist. You want to have someone you trust as an advisor to really help you make this decision. Maybe it's a townhouse and not, and, or a condo versus a, you know, a single-family home. There's so many other dynamics, and so you do want to surround yourself by people that are contemporary because you asked the question about 20 years ago, right? <laughs> so a lot may have changed. And so you want someone that's contemporary that can help you through all of that, the pros and cons. Uh, the pros typically outweigh the cons over and over and over again. Well, tell me how I get a loan specialist. How do I go about that? Well, the, the site I just mentioned, you have two ways. If you, yep. if you don't bank with Bank of America and you work with another financial institution, because I'm all about everybody getting a home, right? Yeah, yeah. That's not necessarily through, be through Bank of America. Go to your current financial institution where you do your depository relationship and ask them for a specialist. If you want to be able to look online to start seeking out support, I would give that site again, www.bankofamerica.com forward slash homeowner. But that's how you go get a specialist. That's how you go. Go to a place you already trust your money. You already trust the relationships you've established with um, that financial institution, and, and it'll go a long way. AJ, one of the things you all have done is you have actually carved a pathway for people to buy homes, from what I understand, through 2025, as Bank of America has tripled its affordable home ownership initiative to $15 billion through 2025. And your goal is to help more than 60,000 individuals and families to purchase homes. Tell me about the passion and purpose on your organizations, on Bank of America's part, passion and purpose to create an initiative like this. Well, thank you so much. So when we announced this in 2019, we said $5 billion over five years. We had an overwhelming response to the fact that there were tools and resources to help people that had kind of pent up demand, people who wanted to purchase a home and just didn't know. And so they leveraged the tools and resources, and we quickly assessed that there's more to do and that the bank is committed. And I like to make sure I say this, sustained home ownership. This right. isn't just about I get in my home and I struggle. It's sustained home ownership. That's why the additional commitment. I mean, we've done over um, $200 million in grants already through the program since we launched it. And so it is, um, for us, important. Over 85% mm -hmm. of the people who have leveraged the grant are first-time first home buyers, or this is their, you know, their primary residence, or truly first-time home, homeowners. So it's doing what we want. I think part of it is just telling people, you know, Pat, that's the thing, Dr. Pat, that I, I uh, want to make sure people know. It, it, sometimes they say it's too, tr it's, it's too good to be true. It is true. And that's why you want to work with a trusted resource to make sure you're leveraging mm -hmm. the power of all that we have to offer. I love it. AJ, I want to thank you for today. Two questions left. One, the website again, 
people find information. And I would love to know your personal message for today. Thank you. So the website is www.bankofamerica.com forward slash homeowner. And my personal message is it's not too early and it's not too late. And everyone that can hear me today can have a wonderful opportunity of sustained home ownership, seek the right guidance and support, and you can do it. Regardless of the current environment, you could do it today, you could do it tomorrow. We just need to be able to make sure you have someone that can support you through that journey. I love it, AJ. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. Oh, thank you, Dr. Pat. It's great to be with you today. Yeah, everybody, come on. Go over to the website, check it out. You know, take a look at some of the homeowner grants that all of you have. Thank you. We'll see you in a minute. Taking a short break, everybody. Can't get enough of Eye of Soul Radio? Join psychic medium Jamie every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Take a deeper look at the raw side of spirit. Nothing is off limits. Connect with lost loved ones and explore these vulnerable subjects with the compassionate guidance of psychic medium Jamie. You are not alone. Eye of Soul, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martinet. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit MartineEmmons.com and make your appointment today. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on Soul Wisdom Abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at JenniferBloom.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com Welcome to October's Meditation. Find a place you can relax and refocus for the next 10 minutes. Do not drive or operate any machinery while listening to this meditation. Let's start by acknowledging the thoughts that keep creeping in as we settle into our space. As we acknowledge those thoughts, We put them into bubbles, allowing them to float off. Anytime you have thoughts creep in, put them in those bubbles and release them off into the universe. Good. Now I want us to focus on our breath as we slow down, become focused and aware of our breath. We settle into our space, going deeper and deeper. Take a few more deep cleansing breaths, 
moving that stagnant energy up and out of your physical body. Let any tension, discomfort, worry leave from your body now. You do not need to carry that energy around with you any longer. Good. Now I want us to continue to release. Release the energy that you've been holding on to for days, years, and even lifetimes. I want you to move your energy to the front of a labyrinth. Take note of the smells around you, the sounds from all directions. What is the weather like? Looking into your labyrinth, are the walls tall like corn growing in the fields? Or are they thick bushes you can see over? Or maybe it's comprised of rocks guiding you in a beautiful pattern of circles. When you're ready, step into the labyrinth. I want you to tell me how many paths lead from the front of your labyrinth. Take note of that number. Now I want you to pick one. Decide on one path which you will follow today. Good. Now when you're ready to start, head down the path of your choice. As you come around the first bend, you notice a familiar smell. You stop and take a deep breath in. It's a smell you haven't had the pleasure to connect with in quite some time. As you exhale, your shoulders start to relax. You feel connected to that memory, that happy memory. When you're ready, I want you to continue moving along the walls of your labyrinth. Feel the breeze on your face and the warmth of the sun. As you make your way around another turn, you notice you've come across a barrier. You put your head down thinking you were on the right path. And as you raise your head to see the barrier, you notice it's shifting, morphing, showing you the cause of your pause on your soul's journey. I want you to remember you are empowered, strong and full of love. Take a minute and confront that barrier. Maybe you need to send it love. Maybe you need to reach down and offer forgiveness. However you face this barrier, remember you are in control. Take a few minutes acknowledging this barrier and then move it out of your way. How does that feel to know you came face to face with that wall and was able to move it out of your way ever so gently, allowing yourself to move forward? 
In doing so, you have changed the path of your labyrinth with the power of intentions, the strength of your soul's purpose. Which way will you follow to find the exit of this phase of your journey? I want you to trust your intuition and head in that direction now. As you round another bend, you notice a key suspended in the air. You walk over to that key and reach for it. And once you have that key in your hand, I want you to look closely at it. Take in the details, no matter how big or small. How does it feel in your hand? You find this key may have some direction for you in the upcoming months. Keys are to unlock doors to the potential waiting. Will there be a door at the end of this maze? You move swiftly as you come around and see in the distance what looks like the exit. You feel lighter, more empowered with every step. As you approach the door, you see it has some type of obstruction around it. You need to be able to move that out of your way to get that beautiful key into the keyhole. Take a step back and allow the obstruction to show itself to you. Give it a name, give it a voice, and then release it. As it's being released, feel it melt into the ground, into the soft dirt that's under your feet. You become even more relaxed, knowing what's on the other side of that door is part of your life's path. You trust in yourself and the divine guidance you've been seeking. Take that key and place it into the keyhole. Great, now take a breath. And as you exhale, open the door when you are ready. Wonderful, you are opening the door to the new opportunities and possibilities waiting for you. When you're ready, step into the space and look around. Is there anyone there? Are there any familiar sights, sounds, smells? Do you see any tools that are at the ready for you to use on this next stop on your soul's journey? Take a moment and walk through the space, gathering what calls to you. And then make your way back to the door as we come back to our physical body, ready to make the next step towards self-enlightenment. Let's all come back through that door. Coming back to our physical bodies, connecting our mind, body, and spirit to find our breath again. Good. And on the next inhale, I want you to start to wiggle your fingers and toes. And on the exhale, roll out your shoulders and stretch your arms and legs out. Become aware of the smells and sounds in the room you're in. 
remember, when you are ready to access the information you gathered today, all you need to do is connect with your higher self and your spirit team, and the movement forward will begin.